Welcome to episode four of the Self Care 101 podcast, where we talk about work life balance, mental health, and mindset. Thank you so much for listening today. On this episode, this is an exciting one. We're going to talk to my husband, and I am bravely going to ask him, How does he stay sane? We've been together 11 years now. I think he's very special. I love him. I'm inspired by him. But there's this one thing, this one thing that he does that absolutely infuriates me about him. (laughs) I recently wrote about depression's downward spiral and how easy it is to fall. And in that piece, I shared my husband's response to me to a potentially depressive event. I was really stressed out and worried and my husband just continued to sit there and eat his dinner. He just sat there and ate his dinner. I didn't speak to him for the rest of the day, the rest of the night, and then come morning, he was the epitome of supportive husband. Helped me out with the child and made me a coffee, made me want for nothing. He was amazing. I loved him again. Now, a few weeks later, I randomly started laughing to myself. I was basically reliving what had happened that night. And I honestly was laughing so hard, I almost peed a little. (laughs) That's an attractive picture. Anyway, I realized that that one thing that annoys me so much about him, that one thing, it's that he puts himself first. Every time he puts himself first. He always has done and he probably always will. But so long as I don't beat that good thing out of him. (laughs) And the irony, the absolute irony of this one thing that annoys me about him is the main thing that I help my clients with, helping them put themselves first without the guilt as a first step to them achieving their goals, right? And it honestly, it still makes me laugh. Anyway, it inspired me to want to interview him. I want him to share with you what he does to manage his mental health. Now, we've been through a lot together. Money troubles, dating troubles, our baby almost not surviving. So we've had our fair share of those marriage vows in a very, very short space of time. It makes our relationship unbreakable. But at the same time, at any point, it could have broken us as individuals. And he has this amazing way of managing his mental health, even though he's not doing and fulfilling all of his self-care needs that he would normally do. And I feel inspired by him. I enjoy him. He is my rock. And I think that it might be an interesting listen. Okay, so I'd like to start by welcoming to the show my husband, Mr. Dwayne McClymond. Hi, babe. Hello, babe. You all right? (laughs) Yeah. I just have to tell you, this is super awkward for us, uh, me interviewing him, and we have giggled and laughed about it, and I have gotten quite annoyed with him, but we're here, we're doing it, so I hope he complies. Yes? (laughs) (laughs) He's just looking at me. All right. Okay, wait. So I've introduced you. I've sort of talked about the trials and tribulations of our life so far, and all the stress that's come with it, and... I thought it'd be interesting for the listeners to hear about how a guy, a man, a male, has dealt with his mental health and who better to turn to than you, my strong husband. So 
With all the stress of life, the pressures from me, how do you manage to keep your mental health in check when usually when you're not able to do the things that you'd normally do? So like you like to go to the gym, right? To work out, clear your head, etc. And I know since we've moved and had you've had a new job, you haven't been able to go to the gym yet. So how are you managing your mental health? How are you managing stress? I just take one minute, one day at a time. If I'm faced with any challenges, I normally just take like five minutes to process anything and then I would choose the best response, basically. That's what I do. Like you were saying, if I because I don't get to go to the gym, I then take opportunities at work to be more physical to compensate for not going to the gym. Okay. And does that That helps, yeah, because I feel like physically I'm getting rid of some of that stress because a lot of guys, they do get rid of stress through physical exertion. Right. So when you were growing up, if you can think back all that time ago. It's not that He's 40 in January, so. Yeah, yeah, don't remind me, don't remind me. So if you look back in your life, did you dream about what your future would look like or did you have a vision of what your future would look like yeah I had a vision of what my my future would look like but um it wasn't like too far into the future you know everybody used to talk about the five-year plan so I kind of like budgeted for that length (laughs) of time and I guess when that five years was up I would budget for another five years um so yeah I had this vision of what my life would look like in the next five years didn't quite work out But then within those five years, when I budgeted for the next five years, I kind of knew what I wanted to do more and more and kind of work towards that. So what drives you? I guess just being happy, really, just being happy with everything. We can always grumble about what we don't have, but then you've got to be grateful for what you do have. And part of what keeps me positive is actually looking at the positives yeah so it's interesting that you said it's about being happy what keeps you happy so can you quantify what makes you happy to be honest just like obviously having you having my having a, a, a loving family support system around us both great friends and yeah I guess you we could always want more yeah but do we need more then having those important relationships and the support it's interesting us. it's interesting that you say that the relationships that you have in your life are what quantifies what makes you happy because a lot of the time when we're thinking about what makes us happy it's having you know this great job and you know the money to spend on the things that we want to spend yeah, the on. materialistic things but all of that is going to be there no matter what like but the things that we choose to like work on like if we put half the energy into work into our relationships and the love that's around us Mm -hmm. would that make us more happier obviously the answer is yes but in actual fact most people tend to just work 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 and throw all of their energy into that and their source of income thinking that that's going to make them happy instead of putting more energy into the things that really truly do make you happy the little things oh he's gonna make me cry he's being so lovely um you wanted an interview (laughs) didn't you 
<laughs> All right. So you had your every five years you'd budget for what that future would look like. Yeah. So you're now in the present, okay? And if you can assess the last five years, for instance, I know we've been together a long time. We've been together for two budgets of your <laughs> of your future vision. So how does life look like now? Like, how does it look now for you? Are you content? Are you happy? Do you have regret? What does life look like for you now when you assess it, especially as you're approaching 40 and you're having a bit of a moment of reflecting on your life, like most of us do. Yeah, everybody does. Yeah. Every year, when, when, <laughs> when you, especially when when it's a milestone year as well. Mm. To be honest, um, what life looks like right now, I would have to say, I'm content. I'm definitely happy. Stable job. We're both doing well. Micah's doing great. Yeah, I'm fully content. Just want to make the family bigger. Really, that's all. He can do that on his own. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we'll see how that works out. (laughs) It's interesting that you said family bigger, though, because we haven't been spending as much time with the all the people that we want to spend the time with. And you talk about being happy, equating to the 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 commitment and the effort that you put into relationships. Yeah, definitely. As you haven't, and I know, obviously, you haven't been spending as much time with people that you want to be spending time with outside of myself and our son. How does that make you feel? It makes me feel a bit gutted, really, because obviously there's the things that you you want to do, like spend time, spend more time with friends. But in reality, you have to work in order to be able to fund to do those things. And then life being what it is you've got to pay your bills you've got to do this that's why we get so consumed with not doing the things that we really want to do that make us happy and I guess just stay in the same cycle of monotonous like work 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 so I definitely take those like you you kind of not settle but you take your small wins where you can so if I can't spend time with friends spending time with family and obviously we have to be before we were anything we we had to be friends first so in essence you're my best friend and no 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 like being serious you're you're my best friend because you're the person that I can find in most whereas if I was spending more time with my with like friends obviously it would be kind of like an offset you know I mean like some things that I wouldn't want to trouble you with, mm-hmm. I would probably trouble them with and vice versa for yeah. them. Do you see what I mean? So I mean, I appreciate what you've just said. Just so you know, listeners, I didn't know I was his best friend. I feel um, a bit of pressure now because he's not mine. <laughs> <laughs> no, joking aside, I hear what you're saying, but I do also believe in, like, you know me, I need to socialise. Like, I go yeah, stir yeah. crazy. We, we all do. That's yeah. the thing. We but all do. just between us, like, you and me, you can go weeks and months without meeting up with friends and, you know, you're relatively still sane. But if I don't connect with a girlfriend, a guy friend, go out, have some level of socialising, I do go stir crazy and yeah. you push me to do that because you know that's yeah, like yeah, yeah. good for my health because <laughs> I don't want to deal with the fallout <laughs> yeah true so, yeah. true but then 
so obviously you and I are different. I know what I need and I get that. And we both realize when I need to go and do that. But for yourself then, not having that regular interaction with your friends or family that you want to have that. I mean, yes, it's lovely that you say that I'm your best friend, but I can't be your everything, yeah, right? Of course, yeah. So, and the way you'll talk to one of your boys is going yeah, to be very different, different yeah, to yeah. the way you talk to me. So you can, you know, essentially whinge about me to your boys, yeah, yeah, but you yeah, wouldn't yeah. to me. And that's cathartic. Good. So, so when you're not connecting with your guys in the same way, how do you manage to stay on top of things with managing your stress? Because you've got work stress, obviously you've got demands from me, and then you're not able to have the gym time that you'd want. I hear that you're getting, you know, a bit of physical activity through the work that you're doing, but how do you manage and how do you cope not spending time with those people? If I'm to be totally honest, I actually don't know how I manage it. But it's just something that I've got into the rhythm of over the years. You know, like anybody who knows me knows that I was quite quiet, quite shy, like growing up. It wasn't until I got to like my mid-20s that I started to come out. So for me, it's kind of like normal to be at peace, just like mm -hmm. being at home, not spending time with friends. It's... it's it's not like a normality to me, but it's something that I can switch back into quite easily. Yeah. Not saying that I don't want to spend time with people because most of the time when, when I'm not, it's actually my friends that I'm thinking about. And that's why the odd journey to and from work that if I don't drive or anything, the first thing that I do is pick up the phone and reach out to someone that I haven't spoken to in a while. And yeah. what I've noticed over the last couple of years, especially everybody's lives have gotten busier. People that used to call me on the regular, their lives have changed and their families are growing, so they have less time to... So we're all kind of in the same boat. Right. So we do obviously have that, like, monthly catch-up that we used to do, and even that has when slowed down. When you go down. out with the boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And even that has slowed down yeah. to, like, every other month, sometimes every every quarter. Yeah. Like, it's like a business now, yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? Sooner or later, it might even be every year. But to be honest, it's kind of like, I guess for guys, that's kind of like our retreat. Very simplistic. We mm -hmm. just go out, have a couple of drinks and like just laugh and joke around. Yeah. We don't really have to talk about anything serious, but just being able to have that space to step away from it allows us to come back into our normal situation yeah it's almost like you have the safety blanket in these strong friendships and relationships yeah, with your yeah. family or friends yeah. that because everybody's in that sort of similar stage in life now that you are able to make the most of the time that you do spend together yeah. and take as many opportunities as you can to connect with each other yeah. which then keeps obviously mental health in check and and keeps you vibing i re really right yeah, yeah okay changing it up a little bit now if you were granted a magic wand a wish right and you were given the opportunity to do things differently what would you do differently what would you have done differently in your life to be honest i would there's not much that i would change because most of what i have done has led me to this point and has shaped me into the person that i am one thing that i probably would have done differently is gotten more career focused sooner so that i could have been more financially comfortable like 
before 30 and obviously that would have brought about a little bit more stability so that I would have more time to spend with friends and maintain the relationships like you know that I think that's the one thing that I would change yeah fair enough and now you have to think about this question for a minute okay but what don't you like about yourself I mean, I have a list. If you get stuck, I can give you a list of things. I'm sure you can. <laughs> I've got a list too. <laughs> yes. What don't I like about myself? I guess my time management could definitely be better. I start out most days like having the whole day and then for some reason, like my time just tends to just slip away. I'm in control of most of it, but it's just those bits and pieces where I can let slip and I think that's the one thing that I can say that I don't really like about myself like sometimes I I do get lost (laughs) (laughs) it gets lost there's a list of things to do dude you need to wash the clothes wash the dishes go to the food shop and this man will procrastinate I think is the word yeah procrastination but you know what one thing with procrastination it's like you can like for me for example you like at the beginning of the interview at the top of the interview is saying one of the things that you don't that kind of like gets to you about me is the fact that I give back to myself yeah. right and me if I'm constantly on the clock doing things according to lists that have been created and jobs that need to be done then I will never ever have the time so me procrastinating and stalling things out is another way of me like taking that time and taking stock what really needs to get done today in the next three hours that I can't put off so I've got to put myself first because if if my energy isn't replenished then I'm going to be in the same cycle the next day when I'm back at work, I would have had no rest. Mm-hmm. And then it w- by my next day off, I'll be even more tired. So I won't be able to do anything. So I'd rather do the bits that I can that I prioritize. And then I can basically do the same on my next time. Just giving, saving batteries, isn't it? Yeah. Restore, recharge the batteries. Yeah. Or justifying his need to watch Netflix all day on his day off. Not all day. <laughs> all day. Other things do get done. It might be on in the background. (laughs) I watch TV differently. (laughs) Whatever. All right. And this question is probably going to be super easy for you. What do you like about yourself? What do I like about myself? I I like the fact that I'm kind. I think I've got a good personality. Um, I'm polite. Uh, I like my dress sense. (laughs) You know, I'm a bit into fashion, sucker for sneakers. Yep, all sneakheads. Sucker for sneakers. So, all right, yeah. this isn't your show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, what else? Yeah, I guess that's what I like about myself. I'm not going to add to my own too much. Oh, he's also very sensitive. Sometimes I take the mickey with him and say that he's a bit precious. Yeah, but, but that's he... <laughs> not something I like about myself. No, but I like that it I'm about too him. sensitive. <laughs> I like about him. He is sensitive. Sometimes when we're getting into it, I forget the fact that he is sensitive and I can be quite harsh in an argument. So I do really appreciate that side of him because I can sometimes be a bit too much, right? It's all right, you can say it. 
<laughs> no comment. He doesn't want to have a fight. Okay. And finally, husband, what advice would you give to other men in a similar situation to you? So guys who are, you know, approaching the whole family situation or that they're spending lots of time at work and you know, trying to build their careers up and stuff. And they're not getting to spend as much time on themselves, on the outlets that help them, you know, stay sort of mentally comfortable. How, what would you advise them to do in this situation? Or what advice could you give? Advice that I could give definitely would still be around time management. I think everything kind of like boils down to time management. Make time for the things that count anything that you you can put off Mm -hmm. or prioritize and like put that further down the list, take prioritize the things that are important. Your health, your well-being is important. Do a little bit of what makes you happy first. Yeah. Yeah. And the things that are always going to be there every day, they need to be done every day. There's no need to prioritize those things over things like family, friends and your own health you know what I mean if you feel that you need to go for a walk go for a walk clear your head if you feel that you need to go to the gym and get like I guess your adrenaline going Mm -hmm. do that do what makes you happy take care of yourself so that you can take care of your family you can take care of your friends if you're not healthy then you won't have anything healthy will you Thank you very much, Dwayne McClymont, for joining me on the Self Care 101 podcast. You're welcome. You're welcome. It's a pleasure. Thank you for having me. <laughs> so that was a nice little interview. It was quite funny doing it, as you heard. <laughs> no scripts, just us being us. I thought it was interesting to find out about him using work to be more physically active where he's not able to go to the gym. I personally didn't actually know that he was doing that, so... I'm pleased as his wife to find that out and that he has got some level of outlet to help with channeling stressful situations. So that's really good. I liked his little thing about meeting the boys to retreat, like that's their own little retreat to have some space to step away from the stresses of life and and it allows you to come back to yourself a little bit. I thought that was quite interesting. And I really liked his little procrastination. admittance because my gosh does he annoy me with his procrastinating I mean get the jobs done at the first part of the day it will take you an hour hun and then you've got the entire day to Netflix and chill and I won't say anything but he won't do it he'll literally do it 15 minutes before I come into the house and I'm not silly I know that those dishes are freshly wet (laughs) anyway I thought his piece of advice about learning to make time for the things that matter and prioritizing your life in that order for the things that matter to you, the things that make you happy, help you then put you, your health, your well-being first. And I guess he does do that, which, you know, on reflection, it's going to have to stop infuriating me, isn't it? Because it's actually quite admirable what he's doing. And I hope that that was useful thank you so much again for listening today if you enjoyed this episode then please subscribe to the self-care 101 podcast for more tips and tricks head over to my website franklycoaching.com 
or for daily inspiration, you can follow me on the socials at Frankly Coaching. Talk to you soon.